Hi, this is Sue Painter with The Confident Marketer, and this week I'm going to talk with you about how to pick an ideal target market. Three steps to help you decide who your ideal target market is. And I'm talking about this because I often see business owners who are either starting out or they've been in business for a while and they really are uncertain how to write their copy for their marketing and advertising. They also are not making, if they've been in business for a while, the money that they thought they could make. And when I sit to analyze with them what is going on in their business, I often see that they have not spent an appropriate amount of time really picking who their ideal market is for the product or service they're offering. So I'm going to offer you three steps to help you decide how to pick an ideal target market. Now, if your business is not doing the, what you think it should be doing, here are some reasons it might not be working for you right now. You may have decided on the target market that you wanted to work with by gut feel. Now, I'm a big believer in using intuition in business, so there's nothing bad to say about that except that you cannot go by gut feel alone. You have to also run the numbers and look at where the money is flowing in your particular target market area. You may also have followed others into their niche, their target market. You may have said, oh, they're making money. I can make money too. But your service might be just slightly different and not quite enough to meet the exact niche that you saw others making money in. So that's why it might not be working for you right now. You may really have failed to think about a narrow enough target market at all. And you have heard me preach about this before. If you say, well, my target market is dog owners, that's actually harder to market to than if you say my target mar market are dog owners who know they want to breed their pet within the next six months. So you have to think about why that's one reason it might not be working now. Another reason is you might not have used very good keywords when you're describing your market so people are searching for your product or service but um, they're not searching it using the keywords that you thought they would use and finally perhaps you have not researched where the money is flowing into your market taking the dog idea as an example you know uh, pet care that's a huge business in this country huge but you need to know, is there more money going into nutritional supplements for dogs or is there more money going into grooming for dogs? You need to find out how the money is flowing in your market. So here's step one. Step one for how to pick an ideal target market is to research your market. And I get a lot of resistance to this sometimes. People say, oh, I'm not a researcher. I don't know about that. I don't have a business head. Well, let's let me tell you, if you're going to be in business, it's time to develop a business head. It's not hard to do. So here are some of the steps. Where is the money being spent in your industry? That's something that you can research and find out. Read articles, search on Google, talk to people. Find out where the money is being spent. And find out how much money is being spent. For instance, if you're in the health and beauty industry, you might find out where the trends are in health and beauty. Are people buying more hair color? Are they buying less hair color? Are they buying extensions? Are they buying false eyelashes? Where is the money being spent? What are the trends in your market? What share do you think that you could capture of this market? That's a really good question to ask yourself. 
How big do you think you want to be? What kind of share would you have to capture to make the kind of money that you would like to make? Who else is in this market and how established are they? That's always really good to know for several reasons. You can look at what they're doing, but also you can find out people who could be your centers of influence in that industry, people who might do cross promotions with you, people who might do joint ventures with you. So it's always good to know who the players are in your market. And finally, what advantages do you have that others do not bring to the table? This will be your unique selling proposition or your differential advantage. These are the things that will let you stick out from that blue ocean of everybody who's offering what you offer and be noticed, be a little bit different so that people will flock to you. So the step one of how to pick an ideal target market is to research your market. Now I'm going to walk you through a real quick example with my first business. I'm going to use those same questions and tell you what my thought process was. Okay, um, I knew that there was money being spent in my location where I lived at the time on massage therapy and I wanted to establish a medical massage clinic. I knew that most of the money was being spent in spas, not on there was not too much opportunity to get treatment work pre and post surgery or for chronic pain like neck pain or carpal tunnel or headache or plantar fasciitis. There was some of that available but there was not much of that available. I knew the money was mostly being spent in spas for relaxation massage. I thought that I could capture a good portion of the market for medical massage therapy. There were only a few really well-trained massage therapists in that town who really knew their stuff and most of them were already working at capacity. They did not want to hire extra staff. I wanted to build a big business. So I thought that I could capture a good portion of the market. I knew who else was in the market. I knew who my collaborators would be. I knew who my competitors would be. I knew how established they were. It was a small market. It was not that big a town. And I knew the waterfront. I made it my business to find out. Advantages that I had that others did not to bring to the table. I had a lot of advantages. Most massage therapists do not have a background in marketing and project management. I had a strong background in both. Not only did I have a massage therapy license. I was board certified in neuromuscular therapy and I had a master's in rehabilitation. I really knew my anatomy and physiology. I knew how to speak with medical practitioners and I knew how to build that market. There was absolutely no other massage therapist in that town who could match what I brought to the table. Okay, so let's move on now. Having given you an example about step one, let's look at step two, which is be a shark for money. I don't know if you, if you watch Shark Tank. I really love that show because I learn a lot about uh, running businesses. And if you will notice, the sharks always want to know the numbers. So if you are resistant to knowing the numbers about your business, my best suggestion to you is to get over it. It's not that hard to learn how to be a shark for money and it will help you build your business. So here are the steps. It's not really hard at all. First of all, write down on a piece of paper what kind of money do you want to make monthly. If it's 2000 5000 10000 15000 what is it that you want to make monthly? This will impact your business model, so you need to know that. Secondly, what will your monthly expenses be? Look at how much is it going to cost to hire a little bit of help, 
to get office space if you need office space, to get hosting services if you're going to have a robust internet business, all those kind of things. Look at your monthly expenses. And the next thing you need to look at in order to be a shark for money is how long do you think it will take to reach your monthly goal? So if you say you want to make $5,000 a month in your business, do you feel like it'll take a year to get you to that point or six months? How quickly do you think you will reach your monthly goal? And then ask yourself, what will you have to invest up front to get going and to keep going until you meet your monthly goal? If you do not have enough money to invest to keep going till you meet that goal, then you don't have deep enough pockets to start your business. Go ahead and save up more money and be able to invest in your business at the appropriate level because you cannot have a big payoff with absolutely no investment. It's very, very difficult to do that. I won't say that it's completely impossible, but let's just put it this way. It is highly, highly unlikely. And then finally, how will you recoup the money that you have invested? In other words, what business model will you apply to your idea of offering a product or service that will be a model that will actually get you enough money to make your monthly expenses? So let me give you an example of this. These are the questions that you just saw on the previous uh, slide. So I knew what I wanted to make monthly for the massage, the medical massage business. I knew what my monthly expenses would be. I knew what it was going to cost for rent, for licensing, for malpractice, for massage equipment. I knew that I was going to market mostly through speaking, so it wasn't going to be um, a big advertising budget, but it was going to take my time. I figured out uh, on a spreadsheet what the expenses were, what I wanted to make month monthly, and I figured that it would take me about six months to start meeting my monthly income goal. I therefore knew that I had to have money to carry myself until I hit that six-month mark. I knew what I was going to have to invest up front to, keep, to get going and to keep going until I met that goal. And I figured it would take about a year and a half for me to repay myself the business loan that I had to make, the investment I had to make to start that business. So I did watch my money. I watched my overhead like a hawk. And because of that, and because I knew exactly what I had to make each month to meet my expenses before I was profitable, that helped motivate me to go out and keep marketing because I never wanted to have a month when I didn't meet my expenses. And because I knew that, and I had it in my mind as a motivating factor, when I opened that business, I never never ever didn't make enough money to cover my cost. I'm not saying I was profitable at the very beginning, but I wasn't losing money. I never lost a dime from month one, and it's because I had it laid out so well. So let's look at step three, uh, and this is for to be clear on your model and your marketing. So this is the step three of how to pick an ideal target market. Think about how will you deliver your services or your goods. There's a lot of different models that you might use. Let's say that you have really good advice on how to build model train layouts that really work better than any other kind of model train layout. Are you going to go do workshops? Are you going to coach people one-on-one? -on -one? Are you going to set up videos and sell the videos? Are you going to write special reports and sell special reports? 
Are you going to get on the speaker circuit and get paid to teach what it is that you know? What is the business model? Are you going to do two or three of those things? What kind of model is it going to be that you will apply to get to that monthly income? So that will help you decide. Let's say you want $5,000 a month. Well, if you want $5,000 a month and you're selling a product about how to do model train layouts that is a $9.95 little ebook, you're going to have to sell a whole lot of those to hit that $5,000 mark. So that's not a good business model. You might sell the book and speak, or you might raise the price of the book, or you might teach weekend workshops to groups of people and be able to charge you know, $300 for the weekend, and if you get 10 people in your workshop, that's $3,000 in one weekend, and then you've only got $2,000 more to make in that month. So think about the business model. I often see people offering a product or service in a very small way, and then they want ten dollars or $15,000 a month. So you match the model to your money. That's all you're doing when you pick out a model. Then think about how will you get the word out about what you're offering and how you're offering it? And that's your marketing. You have to have a good marketing plan so people will know you. Remember Grant Cardone has this quote that I just love in his book, The Ten Times Business. He's like, the, you know, you're, all of us in business, our main problem is obscurity. We have to get over the obscurity and get people to know us so that they can buy what it is we offer. How will you measure your specific marketing tactics? And when will you course correct if needed? When will you say, this marketing isn't working? I've either got to change the marketing or change the business model or go back and look and see, yet again, have I missed my target market? It's just like a mathematical formula. It really works when you work it. And there's always some little tweak that you can make that will change the way the formula comes out and that will really help you build your business. So again, the three steps to picking an ideal target market for you is researching your market, being a shark for the money, and being clear on your model and marketing. This is Sue Painter with How to Pick an Ideal Target Market, three steps to help you decide. If you need help with this, you can go to my website at www.confidentmarketer.com and you'll find there on the right-hand side a place that you can leave your name and your email address and I will send you a seven-part e-course called Seven Essential Strategies to Getting More Clients Now. It will give you worksheets where you can actually work through the things that I've talked about in this video. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and I hope this is helpful for you. Until next time, bye-bye.